Hello and welcome to Midnight Triple Feature Podcast. You can find us on the web at midnighttriplefeature.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, I don't know, any place you get a podcast, I guess. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on social media on Instagram um, and Twitter, although we don't really do anything on Twitter, but I guess for there, empty feature, Midnight Triple Feature. Uh, for today's episode, we watched uh, Black Friday from 2021. Um, this podcast will contain spoilers. Enjoy. All right, welcome to this episode of Midnight Triple Feature. I am Mike. The guy you heard in the beginning is Adam. Hey. Um, just real quick, so I, I know you went through them in the beginning, just so... Uh, everybody knows um, we no longer have access to Facebook. Facebook <laughs> is gone. We're done. Um, it got hacked. The people writing in Arabic is not us. Um, <laughs> Somebody was trying to sell like rims or something. On there. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> we are unable to get it back. Facebook is no help. So um, yeah, and I haven't decided if I want to start it back up again. To be honest with you. I don't what? know. I don't, I haven't decided if I want to start a new one or not. Yeah, I mean, we started new one. We're starting from scratch again, you know. So we're starting back at the beginning. Um, I mean, if that's something you guys want, shoot us an email, let us know. But if not, we are available on Instagram. We're usually on there pretty regularly. We may not post, but we're on there. Um, And we just opened our Twitter back up. So um, we pop in and out of that, too. The one thing (laughs) I did notice, um, because I got an email. Was it an email? I think it was an email that I saw. Um, we're not on Spotify. Oh, we're not on Spotify. No. And I went and looked after I saw that and I, cause I thought we were, we are not on Spotify. We'll have to figure that one out. We're definitely on, uh, Apple podcasts. Yeah. We're on all those. Apparently Um, everybody's using Spotify now. Well, you know why though? You know why that is? Because they fucking bought up exclusive rights to like several shows so that you could only listen to them on Spotify. So they forced people over there and then they started obviously downloading their other stuff on there. So like I listened, I used to listen to the last podcast on the left. I stopped yeah. listening to it because they went exclusive to Spotify. And I was like, I'm not, I have a podcast app that I use, I'm not switching to Spotify. Yeah. No, I just don't listen to it anymore. They're coming back to every feed like next in a two months or whatever. So I'm guessing that they lost, they probably lost some listeners. Wait, but, so uh, you can be on because some of the ones I listen to are also on Spotify. You can, yeah, be on, so you, oh, okay. you can be on Spotify. Yeah. But I think what happened is a lot of people listen to Spotify because they can only listen to certain podcasts on Spotify. Yeah. So, well, maybe so like you can't more. find, you can't find last podcast on the left anywhere except Spotify right now. You can find the old episodes, I think, but that's it. I actually just saw them at the year of the end wrap up. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, they popped up for something. I, I, I have Spotify that I use every once in a while for music because the Roku's won't allow you. I, I, I pay for YouTube, but the Roku won't let you um, won't let you. So like if I go into a playlist or I listen to a radio station, I can't shuffle it on Roku. It's useless. Mm-hmm. So um, every time I click on it, I hear the same tracks over and over and over. So yes. I downloaded Spotify on the Roku's in the fire stack. And that's what I listen to music on. 
um, and they popped up. I saw them on there because I used to listen to them too before they went to apparently to Spotify because their link went dead yeah. on my um, yeah on my pod app. Yeah, but they're com- they're coming back. Um, I think they said February they're coming back to everywhere. Right. So I'll resubscribe. Yeah, I'll resubscribe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, I occasionally go over there and like listen, but it's just too much of a pain because I don't have I don't pay for Spotify. No, I don't either. So like yeah. You know, it's just too much of a pain in the ass to switch to another app for that. Does it make sense? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Maybe in the future we'll figure out how to get it on there. <laughs> I mean, we won't go from anywhere else. Well, we'll stay where we are. You know, I don't want to. No. Yeah. I actually, I wouldn't be surprised if it's easy to do. We just haven't done it. It's probably easy to do. I'll have to look into that. Um. So yeah. So Instagram, Twitter, get a hold of us yeah. on Instagram or email us. Yeah, you, you know. can email us. Gmail.com via yep. our website, midnighttripfuture.com. So that's going to be the easiest way. <laughs> what else is going on? Not too much. Do you want to dive right in? We don't have any news. So, well, it's because there ain't shit to talk about. Shit but to, I do, I, mean, I, I do have a list to go through. But there, yeah, in terms of news, the only stuff that's really going on is, uh, you know, there's lots of stuff coming out in Blu-ray. I'm not going to really talk about that. And then everything in theaters is like Spider-Man right now. So everyone's talking about Spider-Man. Oh, and, speaking uh, speaking of Blu-rays. So after you told me that, that the Arrow app. Oh, shit, yeah. Dude, that's all I've been watching. It's incredible, but, right? So oh, it's my It's one God. of the best streaming apps, and nobody ever talks about it. For $5 a month. Like, mm-hmm. I've literally just been going through, like, all the Shaw Scope stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, just I just been watching a bunch of stuff that I've been wanting to see that I yep. didn't have access to was on there, so it was great. Yep. So it yeah, is I'm glad, ev- glad you told like, me that was up and running. Seriously though, nobody talks about arrow streaming, and it's I've I've had it for over a year, and it's like yeah, it's five bucks a month, fifty bucks for a year. So if you prepay, I think it's only forty nine ninety nine for a year, so you get like two months or whatever for free. But I mean, they put. So like Shutter is good for like they put a lot of originals and stuff you know they have Joe Bob and Creep Show and that kind of stuff, but Arrow puts up like their box sets. So like if there's yeah. a box set, like I didn't want to buy um, what was it? There was like this. It came from the swamp was the box set, and it was a bunch of like low budget movies that came out of Florida in like the seventies. I wasn't gonna buy that thing because I know those half those movies are gonna be terrible at best. Mm-hmm. But they put the whole box set up. So I was like, oh, fuck. So I went and I watched like this movie about a guy dressed up as a giant jellyfish. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, it's fun for a one time watch or whatever. And I don't have to pay 50 bucks for Blu-ray. Yeah. And they added, like you said, the Shosko, man, that set's incredible, but it's expensive. Oh, yeah. And not you only know? that, they have all the features on there. They have all yeah, the commentaries, so the interviews. I was to say, they add yeah. all that stuff. So they, they've been putting commentaries on there. Uh the docs on there, the interviews on there. I watched, um, they put Phantom of the Mall up there because that was another one. I was like, ah, I, I haven't seen that in years. I don't know if I wanted to drop money on it. But yeah, they, I watched, they had like a 40 minute documentary on it. Like a, they talked to like some of the filmmakers and stuff. They had, um, uh, what was it? There's one other thing. They had like a couple features on there basically. And then they actually had like three different cuts of the movie on there. No other streaming service is doing that. No. Like, you, you just not if you go and look up deep red on there it's just packed with features just tons of features yeah i was surprised and, at that when i went oh, I, watched, I watched some of the sauce uh some of the shaw brother stuff mm-hmm. and they had all the features on it i was like 
Yeah, it's cool. It's, I've never it's seen any of the features. It's an awesome service. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you got a, a list that we didn't write. I do. Somebody <laughs> else wrote the list. Yeah, so it's actually the best Christmas horror movies um, top twenty, but we're gonna do the top ten, and this is from Paste Magazine. Um, and some of these we've actually reviewed on this show. Some of them we have not, but I've seen most of the ones we're going to talk about. And then I want to mention when we're done some of the titles that were further down in the list that I think should have been further up the list. You give me your opinion on that. But uh, number 10 is a movie that we did review on one of our Christmas episodes, and it was Sint or Saint. Oh, yeah. You remember this one? Yeah, and, it's a foreign uh, film. Yeah, it's about like the killer Santa Claus or whatever, like for Krampus and all that. There and then he fights Krampus? No, he doesn't fight Krampus. He fights a bunch of college. He kills a bunch of college. Oh, kids. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I remember it being a foreign film. It's Yeah, it's out of like Denmark or whatever. And I remember yeah. the version that I watched was dubbed. And uh, it's one of like the worst dubbings that I think I've maybe ever seen. So uh, it's not a bad movie, but, um, you know. I'm pretty you sure, down, yeah. I'm pretty Don't sure when we reviewed this, wasn't there somebody else on the show with us? At there that was. Time? And there was. it was either me or them. Somebody mentioned they watched the dubbed version and even or the um, the subtitle version. The subtitle version and the subtitles were off. But I think it's that tough. was. Be- I think it's because I, if I remember, her, I I wound up actually downloading this. And then remember when you back in the day when you had to download movies and you had to download yeah. the subtitle thing separately and then play yeah, it at the I, same time. I did. And I think I did that. And then I gave up because it wasn't working on my machine. So I just watched it in the dubbed version. <laughs> and then I wound up watching it like captioned or something like that. I remember having to do all that with this movie. Yeah, we had to get like a we couldn't find it. I remember that we had to go through some lengths to get a copy of it. And um yeah it's it's uh basically they have like a little thing here and it says uh it's like about the dutch legend of sinterklaas um who's a fallen bishop who became the leader of a murderous gang of criminals and thieves before he was executed naturally he swears vengeance he eventually comes back um and like starts killing people in the town or whatever um I remember it. I mean, I think I've seen it twice. I remember it not being terrible. It's from the director of, uh, remember that movie we watched? The Lift or whatever? With the killer elevator, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was also a Dutch movie. It was. Same yeah. director. All right. I own that number, on. I thought so. Yeah, that's why yeah. we watched it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number nine, I think we reviewed this one. A Christmas Horror Story. The one with the four segments, and one of them has Santa fighting Krampus. I think that's the one you might have been talking about. Santa fighting Krampus, and then there's uh, so like all the elves turn into like zombies. Yes, we did. We did watch this. We reviewed this. Yeah, I actually watched. And, this and this one year. is the one where Santa fights. Yes. Krampus. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like a there's a story in this a haunted asylum. There's one about a kid who gets replaced by a um, uh, a changeling. Uh, and then there's one where a family gets slaughtered by Krampus out in the woods. I yeah, actually watch I, this every year. I think it's a fun movie. Yeah, um, I think if I was like, if I remember, I think we all kind of enjoyed it. Like, I think we were all on the page of like, it's not great, but it's good. 
yeah i think it's just a yeah it's like fun like middle budget kind of holiday horror it's on shutter actually yeah um, i remember i won this the first time i saw it i won it from the daily dead remember daily dead we put in for those those contests and we yeah. like we must have been the only ones putting in because we'd always win shit we, yeah i won a ton of shit from them yeah they sent me like a holiday box and it was filled with stuff and this this blu-ray was in there and i was like oh and i threw it on i was like this is actually not bad for like a direct to blu-ray you know it's got like a wraparound story with uh william shatner as a radio dj um but yeah that that one i actually recommend i think it's worth a watch uh, number eight, I actually did see this. Anna and the Apocalypse, zombie musical out of like uh, England. Did you see this one? I don't. No, I didn't. I've never seen this. So it's 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 not bad. Um, it's not for everybody though. So it, it's a full on musical. So there's like seven musical numbers, and it's kind of like de- and say kind of it's definitely inspired by like Shaun of the Dead. So it's a comedy. There's like a whole scene where the girl, like the main girl comes out of her house. and she's It's like a Shaun of the Dead meets La La Land. There you go. Yeah, it is. There's scenes in this that are almost lifted out of Shaun of the Dead. Call it theft or homage, but um, it's like it also kind of sends up like the high school musical stuff kind of. It's actually mentioned in this little brief here. Uh, it's, it's kind of fun. It has its moments, but it's definitely not going to be for everybody um there's like some fun like zombie bits in it and stuff some good practical effects but you gotta you gotta be able to get through the musical part of it and the songs are definitely like high school musical-esque but for adults i hate musicals that's one thing i can't stand to watch is musicals yeah hate them i can i'm fine with them but um i can only watch certain ones you know like it really depends so anyway that's number eight Number seven, I actually didn't see this. This is on Shutter right now. The Advent Calendar. Did you watch that? It's on I Shutter? have not. I did see that on there though, but I haven't seen it. They put this at number seven, which seems like for a new movie that's like literally, it literally just came out. I'm not sure how that makes it on the seven bet twenty best Christmas horror movies of all time. Um, but apparently, this Pace Magazine thinks that it deserves to be number seven. I know nothing about it except that a girl gets an Advent Calendar and she uses it like. Every day she opens up like a door or whatever. And then if she can finish the calendar, I think she gets to like walk again. I think she's paralyzed. Something like that. Yeah. But I think a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I did see this on there. I was um, going to a bunch of like actually several times. I almost put it on. And then I ended up watching something else. IMDB but. gave it a six and a half out of 10. So it's got good reviews. People seem to like yeah. it. I just question whether or not it's the number seven best Christmas horror movie of all time. Uh, number six, we talked about this one. Better watch out. The one with the uh, the boy, the boy and the babysitter or whatever in their house, and he fakes. Oh the... yeah, remember that it's one? Good. I like this it's one. Good. That's a good one. Good. It took it took a couple watches for me to like really appreciate it, but the um the main kid in it, man, he's so good. He's such a little yeah. shithead. Like. <laughs> And like yeah, they I've, do the whole Home Alone paint can thing in it, which is kind yeah. of fun, right? I've, I, I've gone back and watched this a few times. I believe yeah, this I've is seen on it Shutter too. Three times. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it three times, and it's it yeah. it does get better with multiple watches. Once you un- know what the twist is, I actually think it helps on a rewatch to to know the twist. It doesn't ruin it, you know. Like sometimes when you have the twist, you it's like you watch it again and it kind of ruins it. But this one, I actually think it's just as good, if not better, when you know. Number five is a movie I actually watched last night. Um, Krampus, 2015 Krampus. 
Um, did you see this yet? The 2015 one? Have you seen it? I'm gonna look it up now. I think I did see this. I've seen it like three or four times now. It, first time I saw it, I was like, eh, wasn't really sold on it. But um, it's grown on me. It, it um, it's like a, it's got more of like a Gremlins vibe than it's not like a really like hard horror. It's for comedy. I think I wasn't expecting that the first time I saw it. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, I've seen this. Yep. But uh, it really grew on me, like on multiple watches. And I I've think seen it's so got, many like, Krampus movies, I couldn't remember which was which. This is yeah. the one that kind of made all the other ones happen. You know, this one came out yeah. and everybody was making them. Because there was like this one, and then we actually got like two or three in our email by different people, and we watched I watched all were, of them. I feel like they were just playing off of this one. They were, yeah. If we were. put it out now, people will think it's this one. I think we talked about that on the pod where it was like Definitely trickery. Did. Yeah, yeah, they were totally doing that. Yeah, they would like it would be called Krampus Origins, but it'd be like Krampus and giant letters and origins and tiny little fonts. You yeah, yeah, and it was like a similar <laughs> cover too. Like yes, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um, this one, man, it was. I think the thing it's kind of cool about is it's like. People always put down PG-13 horror, but PG-13 horror can be good. And um, this is like an example of like PG-13 horror that has like still a hard edge to it. Like there's a whole scene in the attic, with like the killer toys. It's like really fun and kind of gruesome. And the movie actually like kills a bunch of fucking kids. Yeah, I got to go like, back and watch it. I think I've only watched it like once or twice. I would give it another watch. because I got to go um, back. Yeah, it's it. Uh, there's funny moments. There's some good humor in it. Um, not everything works. But like the the horror stuff, I actually think is really fun. There's just the whole attic scene just is great. I think it's so good. Uh, number four is the segment from the movie Tales from the Crypt from the 1972 version and all through the house, which is where um, <clears throat> it was just remade for the Tales from the Crypt reboot in HBO too. And it's about a guy that escapes from an insane asylum and puts on a Santa suit. Yeah. And he shows That's up a at good this one. It's a really good one. Yeah. He shows up at this woman's house who had murdered her husband. So yep. she can't call the police because she just murdered her husband, but there's this dude trying to break in or whatever. Um, I actually like the HBO one maybe better. I, I'm not, I think it's more, uh, more kind of campy that this one's that takes itself really seriously, but the Santa and this is like kind of creepy. He's like an old dude. Like, I don't, I don't know, but um, it's, it, it's like the most, probably the most memorable segment of that Tales from the Crypt movie. I think pretty much everybody has seen it at this point. Okay. Yeah, they just had all the uh, Voodoo just had all the tail. I mean, if I didn't have like Shutter and shit uh, and HBO that have them on there, I believe. So if you don't have those and you have Voodoo, I think they were just on sale for eight bucks a season or I mean, something. That, I didn't. I mean, that would I I would I have seasons one, two, three six and seven i'm missing like the middle season so if i ever see them i'm gonna grab them but yeah they had them cheap um, the only reason i didn't buy them is because i have them on other streaming services yeah yeah number three is gremlins which i also watched last night mm -hmm. um gremlins for me is like one of my all-time favorite christmas horror movies i love it's gremlins. Like, yeah it's so fucking rewatchable i've seen this movie over 25 times because like it's actually funny. Our our, our buddy there, uh, Shaky, I don't believe is a fan of Gremlins. Oh no! And uh, now he sent me a Gremlins lunchbox that he found, like this old rusty Gremlins lunchbox. Oh, yeah. and sent to me <laughs> with like a bunch of yeah. And um, he, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, this is the movie that like he really does not does not like, but he knows like everybody loves this movie. 
LA Grindhouse. Um, I grew up actually. You know what? I don't even actually think I own it. I, I had it on DVD. like VHS, and I have no idea what happened to it. I know I don't own it on like DVD. I don't think I have the DVD, although I want to upgrade it. But it's on HBO. That's where I watched it. Uh, I'm looking uh, now because all my shit's in alphabetical order over there, and I don't see it. Yeah, I don't think I. I think I just have it on VHS. I I think I still have. I'm gonna have to buy it now. <laughs> it's definitely worth buying. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Um. I actually think it's on like HBO or something right now. It is. That's where I watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Rare Exports of Christmas Tale. Yep. Did we review this one? I've seen it. I don't remember if we talked. I about don't it. know if we reviewed it, but we definitely talked about it on the pod. Yeah, the one where they uh, <clears throat> they dig up like this ancient Santa, mm-hmm. and then he sends out like all of his elves, which are just a bunch of old men with beards and they're naked. Yeah. And uh, then they end up heart like basically corralling all the old men and turning them into department store santas yeah. uh it's, it's actually a pretty cool movie it's, it's fun shutter it is yeah. it's actually a lot of fun i don't know if it's number two all time though um number one is i mean you could probably predict it but it's the original black christmas from 1974 uh which i did watch about a week ago i uh, watched and, it. i actually watched it. it's weird i watched it like a few months ago uh, yeah. it, it probably is like maybe my favorite christmas horror movie so i would agree um, with it i think it's uh, h one of those i don't know i got so many streaming shutter shutter has it shutter yeah. has the original yeah um somebody has the remake with the checks which i watched yeah i watched I, all i watched all three of them actually i've never seen that that newer one with the girls you know <clears throat> it's um it's not as I don't I didn't think it was as bad as everyone said it was. It's not great, but I didn't think it was as bad as everyone says it was. It's just like it's not subtle, you know. Like they kind of made it for like teenage girls, so we're not really the audience. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, but like there's like some kind of fun parts in it. Like um, it gets really fucking weird near the end where it's like there's this all-out battle between like a bunch of frat guys who have been like basically possessed and these sorority girls who have like bows and arrows and shit. And they're all like beating the shit out of each other. And somebody gets like, I think somebody gets like hit their head crushed, maybe with like a statue or something. Um, it is not like any of the other two like, at all. It's, it's, it's literally about like, a, it's like a possession movie, honestly. It's, it's, um, hmm. So it's not great, but I think it. A lot of people are like, "Oh, this is the worst thing ever." But we've seen too many bad movies. Do you, just I just actually noticed this, and I don't know why, because we were talking for like thirty minutes before we went live. Is your camera fucked, or do you have like a blur thing on? I just noticed that. Uh, oh, like yeah. every I, I got the blur filter on. I think. Oh, I was gonna say because every time like you move, it looks like you're just cut out of something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It, just, uh, on my end, it looks weird. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it looks like the blur filter is on. Uh, oh, I don't whatever care. I was, just... whatever I was preset to is what it set to. I think. Um, but yeah, anyway, that that was my thoughts on that. Because because you're sitting in your new bathroom, you don't want no one to see it. Is, it. is that what it is? Dude, my new bathroom is sick, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, he's just sitting in the tub right now. I because I can only see him from like the chest up, so he could be like lounging in the tub right now. Actually, you're right. I could be. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, these are a couple of the ones that weren't in the top ten. Uh, so like number 11 they had christmas evil 
which uh Christmas Evil is like that's like top maybe top five for me. Um, they also had Silent Night, Deadly Night at 13. That to me is top 10. Um, the other ones they had on the list, uh, no, they had Jack Frost too. They had Elves as number 18. Remember Elves? Oh my God. With the Nazi elf or yeah, whatever. That, that was like a one time. We definitely reviewed that on the show. I think Connor might have oh, been on the show at that point. Yeah. We, we totally watched Elves. Yeah. yeah. They have Ginger Dead Man on here and then Silent Night, Deadly Night too. But, but um, Ginger Dead Man just fun. It's not, I don't think that I wouldn't put that in a category of it's not yeah, I Christmas either. horror movies. That's Neither just something you watch with your stoner friends because it's funny. I agree. Yeah, and I actually think like part two and three are even better than remember I talked about that. Like part two is the yeah. one on the uh the movie set or whatever. I thought that yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we all right, start off with some shit we've been watching, huh? Yeah. So uh did, I don't remember where, where I left. Did we talk about Antebellum last episode? I don't remember, actually. I know we talked about Halloween Kills. I know we talked about Ice yeah, Cream yeah, Truck because yeah. I told you to watch Ice Cream Truck. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch. <laughs> um, so we must have talked about Antebellum because it's right after. You, Ice probably, Cream Truck, you probably did. Yeah, you probably did. So I... Um, so for a future episode, probably maybe like somewhere in February, maybe January, mm-hmm. February, um, we kind of just communicate as we go along. So probably February, January. Yeah. Wait, did I just say those backwards? Yeah. I think I just did. Um, did. I watched a movie called Strange Invaders from 1983. I've heard of that. That's going to be on my list of stuff to watch. So just oh, be prepared right. I've for never that seen one. it. Um, it is available on YouTube. Okay. I don't know what the quality is because I saw it on there. If it's shitty quality, let me know and I can send you the, I can, you know, um, I can put a copy up in the drive for you. Cause I, I yeah, I've never, I've never seen this, but I've heard, I've seen this like around, you know, but I've yeah. never actually seen the movie. Um, right. I, yeah, this is, it looks like something. it's on, it says it's on Tubi. D- dude, I'm done with Tubi. Tubi used to be awesome, and now it's just yeah. like ad, 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 ad. No. It's constant. The ads I do agree with the ads. And when Tubi first came out, like when it wasn't popular, there was almost no ads. You figure that yeah. was when you figure when they first come out, that's when they want to put all the ads in because they don't have enough viewership. Now they have all the viewership and they add more ads. Yeah, um, everyone seems okay with it, but it's it's over. I agree with you. It's overkill on TV. You, yeah, I mean, you, you can watch it on there if you want. I have a copy of it if the one and I think it was yeah. on YouTube. Um, I could also rent it apparently for three ninety nine, which isn't terrible. Yeah, I have it for free. I can put it in the drive for you. Uh, um, but yeah, this is something we got to cover. Okay. Right. Um. It, it, God, you've seen this. Strange Invaders? No, you haven't. Oh, no. Is this your, this is, oh, your old account is under, it says friends want to watch and it's your old account. Oh, yeah. It's probably on my watch list or something. Yeah. But on your old that account. Makes, that makes I, sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Because I've heard of this. Right yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, let me go back here. What did I rate that? I rated it a three and a half with a heart. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. I see that. Rated by Mike. Uh, went back and watched Basket Case. Great movie. Yeah, anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it. 
Yeah, I actually love. Uh, I kind of love all three of those movies. Really, um, I have the the trilogy because I bought it at Chiller. That little steel book of the three movies. Um, oh, and got it. Got it signed by Kevin Van Hendernick. Yep. Um, yeah, one of the last times we went. It was yeah, but I um, I actually really love that that whole set series. It's like they're the weirdest, just just completely off the wall movies. You know? Oh yeah, they're great. Like, yeah, and Basket Case. I've seen that movie so many times. I just yeah, I, I went back and watched. I, I had to watch it again. Um, it was on. Yeah. I don't know one of the streaming services. I got so many. It's now. on Shutter. It was on maybe, Shutter anyway. Maybe I, Joe Bob did it. it. Yeah, I uh, went back and watched it. Um, love it. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go back and watch the other two soon. Um, you know, you know what's weird is I finally went back and wa- I or not went back. I watched Logan. And oh yeah, I could have swore I never watched it before. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I get around to it. I get around to it. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm watching it, I it's almost like I knew exactly what was going to happen as if I've seen it before. But I don't oh. think I've ever watched it. But I knew what you was going to happen. I've seen. So it maybe I did watch it and fucking forget it. I think I saw it twice. Um, it's a sure dope it movie. It's really good. It's really good. It's one of those, uh, like, like out of all, it's probably the best movie in like the X Men universe. There, I, I mean, oh, I don't yeah. know if there's a better movie that they put out because it, it's like Joker in a way, like the way it kind of exists outside of, like it's it's in the universe, but it's like they kind of took a different, you know, they like took a different style with it. So you decided to just kind of really lean into the, like the violence of it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and like, like the old man Logan stuff is just, it's, it's so yeah, much like he's, he's aging. He's not healing anymore. Yeah, and exactly. um, that Xavier is like in a wheelchair and can't control his powers. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, way they went dark with it was so good. Yeah. It was great where they just had like Xavier locked inside of a giant metal tube so that like mm-hmm. he couldn't hurt anybody. Yep. Like I thought all that stuff was good. Yeah. I, I really liked that movie. Did you, uh, really you watch Shang-Chi it. yet? I did not. Um, it's on my list, though, so, that and Black Widow. So here's here's the thing is um, I know people absolutely hated this. They hated it. Yeah, like, especially really like the, um, I don't know if you listened to the latest uh, Steve Dave um, podcast. I did. Q yeah. and Walt shit all over it. They now did, that's yeah. coming from like the comic book. Yeah. Now he did say something that I agree with. One thing that I didn't understand that was the whole thing with the chick and the bow. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, one of those yeah. things where like, hey, here's a bow. You don't know how to use it, and then come in all of a sudden and know how to use the bow. Like I didn't get that. And at the same time, I we're talking Stuff about a movie with like magic and dragons. So, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> I I don't know the the full origin story of Shang-Chi. Like he, you know, I've seen him in comic books that I've read, but I've never read his entire arc. So I know very little about him. So going into this as just a straight like Kung Fu, I thought it was great, dude. There are some good choreography. I I thought the action scenes were good for me going in blind. I thought this was, was good. I thought it was great. Like this is up on my list of superhero movies. It's going to be blind for me. And yeah, that review or whatever, you know, where they talked about it is like, you know, Walt from that, he's, he was like a massive fan of Shang-Chi comic books, right? Like he talked about that. Yeah. Like how much of a fan he was. So he had all of that history of, of 
that character. Whereas, like, I know nothing about it. Like, so I'm just going to watch it and literally go in and be like, am I going to get, like, a good kung fu action movie? That's what I'm going to be looking to get out of it. And I don't even really look for believability because, like you said, I mean, you're, you're talking about a movie that has, like, magic and dragons and stuff in it. Like, you're not exactly expecting realism yeah oh yeah no i thought it was i thought it was great the way they kind of brought it all together and then how they're going to bring it into the actual universe i thought that was good too yeah i'm looking for it i i it is on my list i was going to wait till after christmas because i've been watching just like christmas stuff um so i'm going to catch up with the i gotta watch this i gotta watch black widow i gotta watch hawkeye i gotta watch i gotta i haven't even watched loki so um I got like a bunch of stuff I got to catch up on, on yeah. Disney Plus. I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, I was forced to watch Jungle Cruise. Have you seen this? So my family actually went to see it. I was working and they went to see it. And um, they, they said it was kind of like, like if The Rock tried to do an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. That, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is bad. Like it's not good at all. I saw that it was on Disney. I was kind of curious because, like, ah, you know, like I like Indiana Jones stuff, but they were kind of like my family saw it, and like they're not big, like big movie people, you know. But even they were like, yeah, it was all right, you know. Like, and I'm like, well, if they're saying that, oh, I'm sure. Like, we're we're that good when they made this. We're not the demographic you're looking for. You know, they're going for the kids. Kids would probably love the shit out of this. I was just like mind boggled. Like I was just like, why am I watching this? I don't get the sense my kids really liked it that much. Uh, my youngest actually got scared by it. So there's like a scene maybe with like some big bugs or something. Oh um, yeah, there's like parts where like he tries to scare people and like things, snakes and stuff come out of trees and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I I wasn't in a rush. I may watch it because it's on Disney Plus. It's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I can watch this movie that. You know, I normally probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch, but it's on there. But it's also long, so <laughs> whether yeah. or not I want to devote a lot of time. How to long it. is it? I'm guess I guessed over two hours. It's right? 127 um, minutes. Yeah, it just seems like that kind of movie. That would be like 127 minutes of The Rock telling dad jokes. Like he literally <laughs> tells a dad joke every well, 15 minutes. So that's like if you go on the Jungle Cruise at Disney World, that's what it is. And like the dudes that run the boats, like yeah, oh, yeah. That, you know, like, yeah. but do you need two hours of that? Probably not. You know, like the Jungle Cruise ride is five minutes long. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like you took that whole concept and turned it into into over two hours. Yeah, I could see why that doesn't work. And maybe The Rock isn't the guy to deliver that performance either. Like, maybe there's other actors who could have done it better. You know, so he's, speak- he's fine, but you know, yeah, I'm just tired of seeing him and everything. He's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> so uh call back from earlier in the show when we talked about already knowing the twist of a movie mm-hmm. and having it work. I rewatched Summer of 84. I've seen it this is probably like third time I've oh, seen yeah. it. Oh yeah. Dude, the movie's so good. <sighs> that like every time That's I watch so... it, it's even though I already know what's gonna happen, it's still so good. That ending, man, is so brutal. Yeah. It's the first I've only seen it once. And I remember the first time watching it just being like just being like did they actually they actually did that like yeah like <laughs> you know uh, what i mean yeah. I like the cop it. like drags the kid around and like it's just so oh brutal 
yeah. I could not believe they actually did it because like the most of the movie it's like kind of light-hearted you know and it almost plays like what you would see in like an 80s kind of like kids on bikes type movie like it, it sets itself up that way and it just goes super dark in the last yeah. like however many minutes of that movie i couldn't believe it you know that came but it, out it is in, really it is really good yeah so that came out in 2018 right but it takes yeah. place I, well it takes place in 84 it's in the fucking title but um yeah. <laughs> watching something like that to a modern day movie the one thing that bother, bothers me about a lot of modern day stuff is mm-hmm. They always have to have a reason why your cell phone doesn't work. <laughs> in this yeah, movie, they didn't have to do any of that because they're what the only communication they had were G.I. Joe walkie talkies. Walkies. Yeah. yeah. That's all they had. Like you think about back no. in the day and something happened, you were running to the nearest neighbor's house. You were, you know, you were jumping on your bike and trying to get somewhere. Now Agreed. it's like just pull out your cell phone. I mean, I have T Mobile, which uh, because they merged, they bought Sprint. <laughs> which is the worst service I've ever had. So if I was in a horror movie, don't rely on me to make a phone call. Um, but now there's always got to be a reason why something doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, it's, it's, it's probably why a lot of movies like going back to before that. Cause I don't have to think about it. You know, it's like stranger things, the same thing. Like they don't have to worry about that. Like so many of the problems in that movie would have been solved with cell phones, but they don't have them. So you know they're using walkies and stuff too but it's like yeah back in the day that was super convenient to not have to explain yeah like, speaking of cell phones and why they don't work i watched a movie called straight edge kegger i've heard of that one terrible always was bad it? man oh it's bad um it wasn't <laughs> for me and in there they are going to invade a house and Everybody's like, cell phones don't work. And someone's like, oh, they must be using a jammer. It's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Like, right. If we wanted to go do something like that right now, what are the odds that we're getting a phone jammer? Like, you do know a guy? Because I don't know a guy. That is something that I saw. Where else did I see that? Ugh. Something else I was watching recently. And they were like, oh, yeah, they, they're using a cell phone jammer. I'm like, so everyone just, yeah, everyone just has cell phone jammers. I don't even remember what it was I was watching where they where they brought that up. I was just like, yeah. Oh, they're I just remember just you can just like... go to Radio Shack and buy them, man. Radio Shack's <laughs> just got right on the wall by the door. You get a phone jammer. Like, like they're just everywhere now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? It's just so. Oh, no, you're right. That, that is like a thing now. It's a thing now. Yeah. It's it's their way of explaining it because there is no other explanation. It's like uh, I watched another terrible movie called Blood Moon. Blood Moon. That sounds familiar. I want to say it's a Hulu exclusive, if I remember. Um, about a little okay. kid and his mom, and um, he's a werewolf. So, like every <laughs> so many days, he turns into a werewolf. So she's got to like lock him up, but she has to keep moving from town to town because he gets loose and kills people, and then people <laughs> catch on to it. So she's got to move to another town and stuff. Like that's the whole movie. Um, okay. And then he just wants to be a normal boy like Pinocchio, and he can't. Yeah, he's got to be locked in a cage. Um, it's funny. I mean, it if you're into werewolves and stuff, it's probably worth a watch. But it's for me, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> I'm kind of into werewolves, but it's it's the thing with werewolf movies is they tend to do the same thing over and over and over again. It's hard to find original werewolf movies because there's only so much you could do with it. So the original ones are the ones I really like because I I I like like 
the creature designs and stuff when they're done well. Yeah. Um, like, I love, like, dog soldiers. Soldiers, I love that. I really like that movie. We talked about that way back. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. And um, I really like, uh, I even like, like, um, oh, what was it? There was a movie that came out in the 90s um, with the kid who played Dennis the Menace and, like, his uncle is a werewolf. Like, I like, I just, I do like werewolf stuff. I love the howling. Um, the howling was good. But, uh, but yeah, then for every one that I like, there's so many more that I've seen. I think we did dog soldiers on this, on the pod. I was saying we did, we did when Connor was still on. So I purchased a couple of things. I finally broke down because it was on sale. Um, I bought the back to the future, uh, the trilogy with the 4k and the digital and all that. And it came with the book and stuff. So I went back because uh, I love Back to the Future and I hadn't yeah, seen it too. in a while and, and it's really not available anywhere unless you run it or buy it for, you know, 20 bucks a pop or whatever. I got this whole set, I think, for 20 bucks on sale. It's pretty good. I have yeah. the old DVDs, like the old DVD. I guess it was the set, but I bought them all individually, but I've never upgraded it. But that first movie, especially, man, I could watch that thing over and over again. Oh, for sure. I think it's like a perfect, I I like it. a perfect movie. Yeah. Um, I got that. I so I bought the trilogy and I got the first three screen movies for like uh oh, yeah. 15 bucks or whatever. Cause I've been wanting the first screen movie, right? All right. So here's yeah. the fucked up thing is I've been wanting to get the first one, but it's like 1999. I'm like, I'm not paying $20 just to have a digital copy. I can buy it, yeah. you know, on Blu-ray for 20 and have a physical copy and a digital. And then right. I found all three of them with a digital copy on Blu-ray. Um, and then two days after I buy it, put it into my voodoo account, it pops up on, um, on HBO. <laughs> oh yeah. Paramount. yeah. I'm sorry. Paramount. It popped up with Paramount. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. But anyway, so now I own them. So that's fine. So yeah. yeah I Cause I watched, I watched the three. Yeah. On one of them, one of the services, I don't remember which one, but I watched one, two, three. Um, I still stand by, like, I think, I still think one's the best one. I haven't seen four. I think one's the best one. Um, I don't. I. It's. I don't like it as much as I did in the nineties. I freaking love that movie in the nineties, but I still think it's good. And Scream Two is like interesting, but I think it's like kind of weirdly long. Um, and Part Three, man, like Part Three is weird because there's like things that I actually think like Part Three is kind of stupid, but that's kind of what I like about it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I like that it takes place in like a movie set and stuff. There's like just fun moments in it, but it's weird that Nev Campbell spends the entire movie like in a cabin in the woods or something. Yeah. It's like they, they clearly didn't, like, she clearly didn't want to do the movie. So they just kind of wrote her in as living in a cabin. And then, like, she does show up, obviously, but it's such a, it's just a weird franchise, man. But I heard Scream 4 was so bad that I just never watched it. I just, oh, I've it. seen them all. Yeah. No, pretty much. I mean, Pretty much after three, it's just real bad. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm curious to see the new one. Obviously, because we next month. There's six of them, right? No, there's Scream. There's four. There's I thought there was five of them. This is the fifth one coming out. The fifth one's coming out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, because the first one I like. The second one's okay, and then like yeah, the third one's like weirdly good. Yeah, it's like it's not good. It's exactly it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the the four is bad. The third one is where he gets the voice changer that can like change into people's voices. People's voices, yeah. 
Yeah, like anybody, so yeah. you can just be anybody. It's like the stupidest thing, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of shitty rock movies, I watched a movie with him who's in. I know Gal Gadot is in it. The Rock and um, Ryan Reynolds called Red Notice. Oh, that's the Netflix thing, right? Yeah, where I haven't like, seen it. Yeah, where uh, Ryan Reynolds is a thief. Gil Godot is a thief and then The Rock is a cop. Um, I saw some people talking about it online for a little bit, but it's pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably like my wife liked it. Her and her friend saw it and they loved it. And I, I was sure. watching it and I was just like, eh. and there is a twist in it. And she was so she was so like, oh, yeah, uh, t- tell me when you get to the twist. And I'm like, what twist? And she's like, oh, <laughs> like when this, you know, something's going to happen. And then she comes in after it happens. She's like, did you see it coming? And I was like, yeah, they kind of planted that seat for a while. Like <laughs> it had been going on for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrible. Uh, you want to watch something decently good? Uh, I think it was more nostalgia than it was like the actual movie, but it was actually good. I would watch it again. It's 8-Bit Christmas. Dude, I watched that movie. It's, yeah, it's like yeah, weirdly liked it. good. Yeah, it's, it's kind it's kind of like and it's funny. I watched it. So I watched it with my wife, my kids. And like afterward, my wife was like that. She's like, oh, that was actually pretty good. I'm oh, like, we, we gave it the same rating. <laughs> so, That's funny. Yeah, I was like I was like um, it's it's like a Christmas story. Like it follows a lot of the same beats of that movie, A Christmas Story. Yeah. But but then it doesn't. It's like it, it sets some things up where it's like, oh, you think this is going to happen? But then it definitely doesn't happen. I, I think like the kids are like the actors are good in it. That main kid is actually pretty good. I like Steve Zahn in general, the dad. Like I just like yeah. him and stuff. I just find him to be really funny. Um, yeah, but man, I really I enjoyed that movie. Like even like it, it's funny too. Like the scene where the fucking kid like gets the TV on top of the dog and everything. Like that whole scene is actually like really funny. Oh like, yeah, when he crushed the dog. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, man. I really enjoyed that movie. I didn't know what to expect. It was funny because we were watching it and he breaks out the power glove and I was like that was like the worst yeah. thing ever. I and said then, the like, same in thing. The mo- yeah. And then in the movie they're like this is pretty terrible. <laughs> My family's staring at me like I'm crazy. I'm like no, that thing is garbage. No, it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> power glove is notoriously bad. <laughs> oh yeah, it never worked right. You had those weird things that you had to put on the TV and like fold them over the sides and shit. The thing never <laughs> yeah. worked. Oh man, yeah, and like the, the girls just like kicking his ass or whatever <laughs> like, with the controller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the part like where he's got to like jump off the butt. Like they they have the whole plan. He's gonna run in. He's gonna get it. This kid's got to puke up spaghettios, yes. and then like they're communicating with him. He's like, he's almost out of spaghettios. <laughs> like yeah. he's vomiting everywhere. Yeah, no, I really, I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was good. Um, you want to you want to watch a really good movie? Um, it's called Rubber. Is that the killer tire? Oh my god, my antivirus popped up. Yeah. Never saw it. I was uh, like, I it's funny when it first came out, right? That movie actually came out with like a ton of buzz. Because people, I think people were just obsessed with the fact that it was so fucking like ridiculous that they're like, oh, you gotta watch this movie about a killer tire. And I was like, I don't know if I need to watch a movie about a killer tire. Like, well, I rated it a one star because the credits were good. Like the way the lettering was on the screen, I liked. So I gave it a one star. <laughs> um this movie is horrendous bro Mm -hmm. like i don't even know what was happening i don't know what the point of it was so they set it up right in the very beginning i don't know why they did it so in the very beginning 
Um, there's a car driving down a dirt road and he's weaving through chairs and he's knocking down every single chair. He's zigzagging down, knocking every chair over. And then yeah. he gets, and then a guy gets out of the trunk and gives a monologue of like, Hey, what about this movie? Um, you know, this happened in this movie and it made no sense. And what about this movie? This And so he goes through like all of these movies, all of these movies that we know and like, well, this made no sense. This made no sense. He's like, so what you're about to see will make no sense. So they set it up like right at right, like right at the beginning of like, this movie's a piece of shit and it's going to make no sense, but that's the way we, like, I don't understand where they were going with it. And then it's just a tire who rolls around and has kinetic powers that can blow people's heads up. Yes. Yeah. I, I just knew what it was about. And I just remember when it came out, there was a lot of buzz, like I said, because of what it was about, but I don't think it was ever because it was actually good. Interestingly, I saw that guy's new movie um, last year. He made another movie about these two guys who find a giant fly and decide they're going to train the fly to steal, to rob banks. And um, that I actually really, it was like really dumb, but it was actually really funny. Uh, It's like these, just these two complete idiots. It's sort of like a giant fly, like, like Uh giant like gigantic fly and they train it like a dog and they they're convinced that they can get it to go rob banks that they can get it. And it's just like the basically like the, the misadventures of them with this giant fly. Um, and I liked that. And that after I saw that, I was like, Oh, maybe I should give rubber another chance. And I remember looking it up and I was like, nah, not no, don't, don't, do not, not waste it. The only yeah. time you should ever watch this is like, you're banging your old lady and you know you're not going to last and you need something to take your concentration off of it you put put that on and just stare at the screen because the entire time the the entire time you're going to be wondering what the hell you're watching and you're not even going to be able to concentrate on 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 the on the pat pat time so basically (laughs) you're going to be like hey wait a minute i'm going to put a rubber on she's like oh i didn't think you were and you're like no 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 the movie yeah, the movie. the movie. You do what you got to do. Watch this movie. <laughs> like, it is just mind-numbingly dumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't plan on ever seeing it, honestly. It's just, I only have so much time. <laughs> yeah, so I went, uh, rewatched all three Matrixes. Um, I know I get a lot of hate for it, and I know that I've mentioned it on the show numerous times. Um, I know you're feeling on it, but I'm super excited to watch this new one. For some reason, when I remember when I was younger and the Matrix first came out, I really liked it. And then mm-hmm. as I rewatched it at a later age, it just wasn't for me. And rewatching yeah. this trilogy, <laughs> it isn't for me. <laughs> like, yeah, um, it still doesn't hold up for me. Uh, the first one's good. I mean, and I, I'm not saying they're bad movies because they're, right. they're not. Um, it's just not something that I would want to go back and watch. They just don't hold up for me. And that third one, I think is a horrendous piece of shit. I don't even know what the fuck is happening. I've never gotten through the third one. The second one, I, I don't like, I got through it, but I didn't like it. The first one. So yeah, I saw it when it came out in theaters and I was like, this is the greatest thing ever made. Like I was, I loved the matrix in the nineties. Rewatched it again in the past year and I like it but I don't think it's as great as I thought it was back in the 90s yeah um and I think part of that is because so many other movies have come out since that 
sort of perfected a lot of the things that you saw in that movie, like in terms of the action, the set pieces, the choreography, like a lot of movies, like the matrix gets a lot of credit, I think for what it did, you know, just in terms of action movies and sci-fi, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. you know, but I think since you've just, you've had other movies that came out that were just incredible action films um, that, yeah, they kind of cast a shadow over the, that matrix movie it's like weird because that movie is it's got a bunch of good see like really good sequences but then there's a bunch of stuff in it that's like eh, like keanu reeves isn't we we know he's not a good actor um he's not good in the matrix he's not like he's not yeah, a good no. actor no um, yeah we've always talked about how he's not a good actor but yet we like almost everything he's in right know? there's something about the movie <laughs> yeah. he's in that right but so so obviously there's a strike against it because he's not a great actor. So when he has to do the stuff that's not just action, it's not great. Like when he meets the Oracle and stuff, that stuff's not great because he can't really act. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, there's there's too many. I noticed in the last watch that there's there's a lot of scenes where like I don't know, like it's just, it feels kind of like it's dragging a little bit. Um, but then like the end action sequence, I really, really like, I like the stuff on the roof or like the helicopter stuff. Um, the whole final hallway scene is kind of cool, but at the same time, after you know what happens, it gets a little cheesy. Uh, obviously like when they go through the security, that's like an iconic scene. Um, so there's like just this mix of like really iconic stuff, but the movie itself, I, now I just find it to be a little bit difficult to get through. I don't know why. Dude, but I am, you know, I am hopeful for the new one. Yeah. The third, th this one looks good. Like the trailer makes it, I mean, we know the how trailers, trailers are, but the trailer makes it look really good. The trailer's killer. Um, <laughs> but the job. third one, I, I mean, I don't know where the, this one's going to fall, but the third one was just, for me, was so hard to get through. It was literally like watching a weird sci-fi movie with robots and there's almost no actual Matrix stuff in it. Like there, you if the movie's called The Matrix, like I get they're trying to save the Matrix or trying to get there, but I, yeah, the whole point of that is Keanu's character. Like we want Neo. We don't want to see a bunch of side characters and robots fighting squids mm -hmm. in the sky. Like it, it was just too much and too yes. long. And I think that was my problem after seeing two was that I don't remember him being in it much, right? They focus. Yeah. I feel like they focus a lot on like, yeah, they Jada do. Pinkett's characters yeah. in it. Um, yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith. She's whereas in Neo, yeah. Neo was the character that like we all wanted to see. I, I, like, you know, and I get it. Like, it's kind of hard probably because he's basically invincible now in the Matrix, so he can yeah. bend it to his will. But it's like I remembered that. I remember being like, "Oh, this isn't really the same thing." And then by the time, like, I literally could not finish part three. I just, oof. yeah, three's rough. I can't rough. believe how bad that movie is. I mean, and they got a huge following. Like, there are diehard Matrix fans, man. There are. Mm -hmm. so, there are. Well, I guess you get that with any movie. I mean, like, the I'm, watching movie... It on, I'm watching it on HBO. It's going to be out in two days on HBO. So I'm going to watch yeah, it there. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to, yeah. yeah. Um, I bet you this next movie I'll talk about has a huge following, The Chill Factor. Bro, you gotta check this out. Is, is that the one? I actually saw that when I was a kid. Does that have Dan Haggerty in it? it? Wait, is it an old movie? Is it from the 80s? Yeah. I don't see yeah, anybody yeah. named Dan Haggerty. Oh, no, wait. Is this the one with the snowmobilers? Yeah. Oh, I did see this one. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of... Oh, you did. You gave it three stars. 
Yeah, man. This movie is like... So did I. <laughs> all right. Dude, it's so crazy because <laughs> I was like... I love snowmobile. I used to snowmobile all the time. Mm-hmm. So for me, that, that that was like cool to see in a movie because you don't never see that. Um, nope. I thought the chase scenes were hilarious. Like you could tell they're not going that fast. Oh, and then like so the part funny. when the dude gets sucked, like he sinks in the snow and then he's got to get out and like move the ass end of the snowmobile out. If he would have just kept going, he would have come right through it. Like if he was going fast enough, that's how you could tell they were going slow. And um, like the chase scenes and stuff like that. But I thought like the stuff in the cabin, like, you know, where like the dude gets possessed. And then, oh, my God, man. Like, the, you know, he's just kind of killing them off one by one without moving. And then at the end, he just turns into like the devil creature. I was like, oh, that is awesome. Like, well, I, was I actually good. really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, me too. It, it was um I loved the setting, like you said. I love first of all, I love the whole snowmobile plot. It's great. I loved like the cabin in the woods, like the evil dead ripoff stuff. Yeah, was, exactly. That was great. Um, did you watch it on Arrow? Because I think that's where I that's watched where, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's where I, I watched it. it. I watched it a few months ago and I was like, oh my god, this thing is like like I, I would I would buy this just to like throw it on once in a while because it's it's not like some lost classic, but it was just like brainless fun. I just thought it yeah. was thought it was like a really fun movie. I had never I never heard of it. I didn't hear it until Arrow put it out. Yeah, it was one. It's one of those Wisconsin movies. Apparently, there's like Bloodbeat is another one of those. Like these Wisconsin horror movies were like a thing, I guess. <laughs> and uh, they were all take place like out in the winter, all the, like all the snow all the time, but. Yeah, Chill Factor, I would recommend. That's that's a fun little movie. Yeah, I watched that on Arrow, and I also watched mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, four um, of the Shaw Brothers movies that are on there. I'm going through those. I haven't. That's my next thing. I'm finishing off. I've been watching the Pete Walker collection on there, and once I finish that, I'm going to jump into the Shaw Brothers one. Yeah, I watched uh, Free Guy. That's yeah. the one that got shelved like during the pandemic. Like if it, yeah. like I remember just before that we went I remember to the see something and the trailer came out yeah yep. mm-hmm. and then they shelved it because they wanted to put it in theaters <laughs> and then whatever happened then all of a sudden it popped up on Voodoo so I don't even know if it was in theaters so I um I like think I it's said, coming to Disney Plus in a couple months I think they're getting it I think I saw that somewhere uh this, yeah so it was like six ninety nine to rent and like nine ninety nine to buy so I just bought it um okay. was it if, worth to buy though. Yeah, I would probably go back and watch it again. I mean, I would definitely go back and watch it again because now I own it. Uh, it's fun. It's like a video game. And so there's people. All right, so within the movie, inside the movie, well, I don't know how to explain how this works. You're watching a video game like The Sims. Okay. Yeah. So everybody in this world is doing the exact same thing every single day. All right. Yeah. And. Yeah there's what they call the sunglass people. When the sunglass people come in, they fall out of the sky, they parachute in, they drive tanks, they do whatever they want. And then they come in and they rob the bank and the AI does the exact same thing over and over and over. Um, So why am I trying to blank on this guy's name? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds is an AI character in that movie. And every day he goes to the coffee shop, gets his coffee, walks down the street, goes to the bank, bank gets robbed. And he's living in a world like a matrix. He's living in the matrix, but he doesn't know he's living in the matrix. Right. right. Until he finds these sunglasses from he takes he he breaks the mold and he steals one of the sun one of the people's sunglasses. And now he can see like, oh, go do this mission. There's a heist over here. There's this over here. Mm. 
but he doesn't know what that's all about because he only knows the world he lived in. And then this whole thing comes down where the person's going to delete the game. He's going to update it and delete it. And all of it's going to be gone. And there's, there's a reason why I don't want to give it away if you're going to watch it, but there's a reason why I will watch it. They don't want the game to get deleted. So the girl from the outside world is, is being helped by Ryan Reynolds character within the world. I can't, it's so hard to explain to stop this from happening. It's coming yeah, to Disney. It's Plus pretty in good. February, I mean, February I gave it a three and a half. So I'm going to check it out. It's definitely coming in two months to Disney. So I'll watch it when it hits Disney Plus. And then uh, I remember I, seeing the trailer and wanted to see it. So yeah. I went yesterday and watched uh, Spider Man No Way Home. I gave it a four <laughs> and a heart. But I, pretty good. now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know why I did that. I got to rewatch it because my <laughs> buddy talked about this for like almost two hours after we left. And then he called me. He never calls me. We usually just text. Uh, and he called me and he's like, yo, I got to ask you something about that movie. And Beth's like, are you guys still fucking talking about this movie? <laughs> like, um, I feel like it was a lot to unpack in one movie. It sounds like it is. I, I mean, I haven't, I've stayed spoiler free, but and it sounds like it's a lot. <laughs> I felt like it was there was a lot going on um it doesn't follow like one particular storyline like i went back and and pulled all the comics that they based these off of and it doesn't really follow the comics at all it kind of does its own thing and um i felt like it was a lot to unpack in one movie and then to bring every character they brought into this into it and then to take i felt like the cheap way out Hmm. I felt like the way the movie ends is like, we don't know if any of these characters are going to be back in the universe. We don't know if we're going to renew any other. This is what I felt like they were thinking. We don't know if any of these contracts are being renewed. We don't know if any of these people are coming back. So this is our way out without having to bring anybody back and be able to explain in a later movie why it's different. And I just felt like that was a cheap way out. And then they all of a sudden announced Spider-Man four with Tom yeah, Holland. Well, of course. I mean, the thing, the thing is breaking freaking records. So they're going to make another one. The so most of the Marvel movies, I think did 150 million. This thing blew it away. And this thing like did two. Yeah. Over 200 million over the weekend. Yeah. yeah that's fucking insane. So we gonna, went, could make a billion dollars. We went Sunday morning, right? Um, me, me and me and Fizz went Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. We were like, let's go to the 1130 showing because there won't be that many people there and we can just kind of chill out. Dude, the place was packed. And then when we left, yeah. I checked I checked the tickets at, for the rest of the day. It was just being sold out. Yeah, so, it was sold um, out. It was just sold out. Like, yeah. It's- so, so we get there um, like, at like 1115. Place isn't even open yet. Theater's not open. Movie starts in 15 minutes. People are waiting to get in. They open up the theater. There are little kiosk things that you scan after you buy on your phone weren't working. They weren't on. So everybody's waiting in line, uh, like to the concession stand. So we get up there. Um, we get our shit. No popcorn's ready. No food is ready. They have no drinks. They have nothing like the theater. She's like, we're going to delay. We're going to delay the movie 10 to 15 minutes so that um, people can come out and, you know, get popcorn and stuff like that if they want it without having to miss any of the movie. So um, we go into the theater, we're hanging out. And I said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go back out. <laughs> so 
I come back out and uh, there, there's people out there just complaining like, hey, let's get the movie going. It's frozen out because they paused it. So it's like it's frozen. <laughs> it's frozen on Keanu Reeves face because they were it was the uh, the made the Matrix trailer. Right. So it's frozen on Keanu Reeves. I go out there and I was like, hey, do you got any monster or Red Bulls? And I'll keep in mind, it's 1130 in the morning. And uh, she's like, no, we literally have none of that. Our, our shipment has not come in yet. And I'm not sure when it's going to come in. I said, can I get beer? And she's like, I, I can't serve beer yet. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, she's like, we have fountain drinks. And I said, no, nah, I kind of want a beer. She's like looking around. She's like, all right, fine. Uh, what do you want? So I was like, all right, give me uh, four sea hags. She's like, okay, punches it in. And then she, you know, she starts punching in and she's like, well, I can only give you two unless you're with your wife or something. And then she can mm -hmm. take two. And I yeah. turned around and said, yeah, I'm with. And I turn around, I just point to a random person behind me. It's like a 10-year-old girl. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was like, all right, I'm not with that person. My friend is in the theater. Um, he didn't want to leave in case the movie started. And she's like, all right, fine. I don't even care at this point. So we go in, you know how they got that little side room in our theater where the, where the little bar is. Yeah. So we go to that little side. It used to be a little arcade room. So mm -hmm. we, we, we go in there and she, unless she unpaddlocks the thing. And she's like, she's a little shorter than me and I'm not tall. I'm five, seven. She's mm -hmm. reaching, reaching and reaching. And she can't get it. She's like, I only got one cold sea hack. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. Aww. So I gotta, I gotta get it. So, because she can't reach it. So I'm like, what else do you got? And she's like, this is everything I have cold. I was like, all right, give me two of the blue moons and give those to fizz and I'll take the sea hag and give me a fucking Sam Adams IPA. And mm -hmm. I was like, all oh, these are the same price. She's like, they are today. So, um, cause she didn't want to, you know, so, uh, she gives, she, she gives them all to me, takes out a bottle open. I was like, you're going to open these now. And she's like, yeah, I got to open them before you walk in. The, I was like, well, no, cause mm -hmm. one's going to sit there. I don't want it sitting open in a theater, you know, like with COVID and shit, I pulled that card and then, yeah. um, she was like, yeah, fine. She was like, just do me a favor and hide them as you walk down the hallway. Don't let anybody else see them. Cause I'm not supposed to be serving them. So I just kind of like cuffed them, went into the fucking theater and then me and, <laughs> wow. and then I went back out and got like two more. Yeah. Like we just got drunk watching Spider-Man. Um, yeah, but the place was packed for 1130 in the morning. It is the second highest opening of all time. The only thing that beat it was Endgame. So it's, it surpassed Infinity War. So it's number two. Which yeah. is just and that did what, like 190 or something? 170, yeah, 190? Yeah. I just, I never would have thought that Spider-Man of all the characters would have drawn that kind of audience. It's got, it's just got to be the whole all the returning characters and everything just must've like, yeah. Gotten, you know, gotten people interested because like, it's not any of the, none of the other Spider-Man movies did numbers like that. It's just, I, I get why, I get why Avengers did, you know, it was like the, one of the biggest movies of all time. Like everyone wanted to see how it was going to end, but I, I saw this funny thing. Oh, on, on uh, there's like a TikTok video or something. And the guy's like, Hey man, I'm going to go see Spider-Man tomorrow. Um, do I have to see the first Spider-Man and the second Spider-Man to know what I happens in Spider-Man? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, you got to see the first three Spider-Mans. Then you got to yeah. see the other two Spider-Mans. And then you got to watch the two Spider-Mans before this yeah. to get what's happening in this movie. Yeah. I think the one I saw was like, you got to watch Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Then you got to watch Spider-Man 1 and 2. And you got to watch Spider-Man 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I saw. And it's so true. You kind of do. You have to know what's happening. There's just, it's just yeah. everything is everywhere. That is one franchise where I have seen all of those movies. I've actually seen it because I do tend to like the Spider-Man movies more than some of the others. Even like I think that they're Spider-Man three was was shit, but um, they played the new trailer for Batman there with yeah. Robert Pattinson. I, I, I want to oh, see that, that shit looks good. Mm -hmm. It looks. I, really, I don't care. 
everybody can shit on Robert Pattinson all they I want. I don't care either. That yeah. trailer looks badass. It does. It looks really good. I, I, I just people shitting on Robert Pattinson because he was in Twilight like how many years ago now? I mean, like, yeah, that's not really a good reason. Like, he's done so much stuff since then to kind of pin it on and be like, oh, he's a Twilight guy. It's like that movie came out in 2008. Dude, it looks because like, like, I hadn't seen this particular trailer yet. It must be a new trailer. This mm-hmm. one that I just saw in the theater looks dark as fuck. It looks real dark. I mean, this is the guy that directed like the um, like those some of those new Planet of the Apes sequels. Those were all good. He directed Cloverfield. Yeah. I mean, like the guy, he directs stuff that like I like. So I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of all in on this thing. I really want to see it. He directed Ten Cloverfield Lane. Good movie, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like. I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, or he produced it, I guess. I'm kind of like all in on this thing. I'm just like, I think it's, I don't know. I just, I just like, I, I get that it's another like reboot of the bat of that series. And that's kind of, it's, I could see why people would think that's annoying, but like, they're also bringing in characters we haven't seen in a while. They got the Riddler penguins in it. So like, yeah, I think you know, so it's not another Joker be, story. This is supposed to be a one-off. It is, but I, I feel I like if this does good, then yeah. they're going to continue it. Yeah. And that's what that's what DC needs. DC needs that one movie that everybody really likes and then just roll with it. I think people are going to go see this, especially since they're bringing in like Penguin and Riddler. And those are characters that we haven't seen a lot of in the cinematic universe. Like we've seen them in the TV series, stuff like that. But um you know, like they always do joke like how many times are we gonna see the Joker? You know, like the only thing with Batman is like how many times I gotta see his parents die because every time they reboot one of these, they have to tell the story. Sh- do you think they're gonna show it? I, I don't know if they're gonna do it. I'm I curious. don't know. I hope it not. Says- I f- I feel like every single time they do it, they feel like, well, this movie might be somebody's first Batman movie. So we have but- to let them know, yeah, yeah. I you know. know, what's happening. And what the hell is happening with my cable here? Um, and, I, and they do it over and over and over, and it gets really annoying. I'm also wondering if they're going to go rated R on this, too. Like, I, oh, think I don't know. Yeah, they, it looks pretty dark on the trailer. So Yeah, and like the Riddler is apparently like they're setting up as a, like an actual serial killer. Like, you know, he's, he's more, he's not just, he's not Jim Carrey, you know. <clears throat> yeah. No, yeah, I'm looking good. forward to it. Mm-hmm, I agree. Yeah. That's all I got. What you been watching? Um, well, uh, let me go back a little bit. Squid Game. Did you watch Squid Game? No. Man, I liked it. Yeah. My yeah, daughter, I, my daughter loved it. Okay. Um, I liked it, man. Like it's also though. So, it's exactly the kind of thing that I like. So I'm a big fan of, and I think I've mentioned this on the show before. Like I'm a big fan of like the hunting humans type stuff, yeah. or like humans having to like like people having to play a game to survive like i'm a fan of the running man and we watched that movie slashers like that was a movie i picked um turkey shoe like <clears throat> a battle royale like i just love movies like that and that's this is in that vein it's like you know a bunch of people go off to an island and they have to play games and at the end there's going to be one person standing um <clears throat> and that includes like having to screw each other over um it's like it's I mean, it's weird because it's, you know, it's Korean horror and it's always kind of weird. Um, there's definitely things in it that are like, huh, it's a little, little weird, but all right. 
but um i don't know man like i enjoyed the hell out of it like yeah i I mean i pretty much know everything about it my daughter's told me everything um yeah it's not that i don't want to watch it i just feel like do i want to get into another tv show (laughs) like there's you know yeah the nice thing about it is i think it was only it was only like seven episodes so it wasn't super long yeah. And I don't think we're going to get another season until 2023, probably, is my guess. So they're not, like, going to pump these things. It's going to be more on, like, a Stranger Things schedule, I think, where you're getting one every 18 to 24 months instead of one every fucking 12 months or whatever. Um, I was able to get through the whole series in, like, a week and a half. Um, but I would recommend it. I mean, I gave it four stars. It is – I don't know, man. It's super weird, but it was, like – something about it just worked i can't explain it it's just something about it that worked um i also watched uh midnight mass oh yeah that's the new uh mike flanagan series on netflix yeah uh yeah man like at first i wasn't sure first couple episodes was like i don't know but by the end i was just like fucking i loved it like did you watch it yeah so i actually like I um I related to this so much <laughs> in a, in a very weird way. Right. Now, keep in mind I um not that I sound like it. I'm actually an ordained minister. I grew up in the church. We went to church every Sunday. King's kids. I grew up in an Italian Catholic family. So in a very weird way, <clears throat> I related to like the way they can indoctrinate you. The way they can yeah all right so you know the lady i don't know her name off the top of my head but the one that is by his side all the time the one that's convincing <laughs> yeah. all these people yeah. she's a real person bro oh i, I know people like i'm her. i'm positive about that where yeah. no no yeah. matter what you do there will always be something biblical she'll always have a bible verse for you it'll be <laughs> some plan god had there are real people like that and i know them i've grown oh, yeah. up with them um i've seen them mm-hmm. in church and just the entire like mythos of like I can conv- he because technically I don't know how, how many spoilers you want to get into but technically we'll yeah technically he doesn't know what is happening to him he thinks no. it's some big um you know like biblical thing and then they start convincing yeah. other people of that and dude, shit like that happens in real life yeah. like he has convinced himself that. It, what's happening is a miracle because of who he is. Yeah. And that basically he has been gifted by like divine intervention. You know, like he believes that he is a miracle. And that's that's the only answer because he's a priest. You know, mm-hmm. like <clears throat> that in his brain, it can't possibly be anything else because this is what he believes. And like as an audience, you're watching it and you're like, it's insane because it's so obvious what's going on. Like, yeah, you, you figure it out pretty quickly. And then like, you're right. Like the way that this show shows how people use. Yeah. Like religion that to indoctrinate and like false, like the way, like a false prophet, right. Can come along and just like convince a bunch of people to do things that are like, fucking insane like they have a literal jim jones type moment in this oh series. yeah yeah you know what i mean and you're and you're like but the way they they get you there is like you can understand like 
yeah, you get how they got there. Because yeah. And I, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I like, I'm sure our audience is, uh, is not, uh, too, too keen on stuff like that, but I, I want to put it, not every church, not every church setting is the oh, way no, making no. it sound, but. Oh, of course, but they exist. There are people they, like they, that. These, these actual people them. exist and yeah. the way they manipulate you actually happens. Um, there are people and, and, that can convince you things just by giving you Bible verses and go, oh yeah, like that, what you're saying is true. And, and they, a, they had every one of those notes in this show. It's amazing. And there are people in the congregation who aren't like that, right? Like, so like the, the parents, right? They, when they see what's happening, they're, they're clearly like, wait, what? <laughs> I yeah. mean, they're like, so it's, it's not like every single person is, is once they get to like this moment of just pure insanity in like the last couple episodes, not everybody in that congregation is like, oh yeah, this is happening. This is fine. You know, there's like these sort of gradations of people who are like all in on it. And then the people who aren't all in on it, but who are believers. And so they didn't full, maybe they like kind of ignored what was happening around them, which is also fully believable, right? Because like you just go and you're like, okay, well, you know, maybe some of this stuff is a little weird, unusual, whatever, but you know, it's not hurting anybody or it's, uh, you know, like I, I believe in these, things and in this religion whatever so i'm just going to kind of turn a blind eye to what's happening even to the point where like your son is telling you what's happening you're like no way you know like there's no way this is insane and i just i loved i actually really loved when the main character when he sort of realizes what's going on and you see like the difference of like okay this guy who is like so you have the one guy, the priest, who's like, this is divine intervention. This is a miracle. And the guy, other guy who's like, this is not that. You know, like, he doesn't buy into it at all. Yeah. You get those two completely different viewpoints of, like, someone who's willing to sort of question it and someone who's not. Or who's who, someone who's kind of, like, making excuses, really. Because I think at some point, the priest knows, right? Like, he knows that what's going on is not normal, but he's convinced himself that it is. Yeah. So that it's like, man, there's yeah. just so many scenes in this movie where I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and like, you got like the one character who uh, I actually, at first, I was like, oh man, this scene is really dragging, but it actually meant a lot. And that's when him yes. and the other guy are in that room talking. And it's like half the episode that they're in yeah. one room and he's just giving them this long speech. And like at the end of it, I was like, okay, I see why they did this. He gives him such a long speech and you feel how long it is watching it. But at yeah, the end, I, he has done everything he can to convince him that this is the way it's supposed to be. This is God's order. This is what God exactly. wants. And then he still sacrifices himself. He's just like, no, nah, exactly. fuck this. Like, I do not want to be a part of this at all. And um, it's like <laughs> the, that entire scene, that entire episode of the convincing just pans out to be nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. But, but like somebody else in that same position fully falls in for it. Right. Like, yeah. and they do, like, there are people in his congregation who do, who see what's going on and still <laughs> they go the other way. They're like, Oh, I'm all in on this. Um, yeah. The woman, the woman you mentioned being one of them, but uh, yeah, man, like I was just like, I saw people complaining. They're like, Oh, I didn't want to, I don't want to spend six hours being literally preached to. 
And it's like, I don't think that's the point, though. No, not at all. You know, it's like, there's a lot in here about, like, the perversion of religion. Um, there's a lot in here about, like, the church and as, like, sort of an institution, how it could very easily just become a thing that uses people, um, <clears throat> like, you know, like, that, that at all costs, maintaining the church is the most important thing. So, like, the building itself, even, it's, like, at a, that kind of stuff is super interesting. Like, I don't know, man. Like, this guy, Mike Flanagan, like, he must have grown up, like, going to fucking Catholic school, right? Because... Uh, did, I, uh, did I tell you what? So, a lot of that stuff, as, as me and the wife are watching it, I'm just, <laughs> I'm reciting it word for word. Like, I already knew what he was going to say, like, when he's doing all the... Uh, the preaching and stuff and he's reading from the bible i didn't i didn't even need the bible in front of me and i'm just i'm just going along with him just i remember it from years of just fucking sitting there listening to it every sunday and wednesday (laughs) and uh and then we would have to go to church and you know uh christmas eve night and then we would have to go to church on palm sunday and it's like i grew up in this fucking cycle of just listening to somebody tell me how to live and um not that i disagree with it it's you know it is what it is but um yeah right yeah like he nailed all of it Mm -hmm. like he just nailed it and the dude like the main priest that guy is so good in this movie like oh god yeah yeah he is like he is unbelievable in this movie like i was watching and i'm like that guy's like a real priest (laughs) like he's so freaking good yeah um i don't know it was just like i saw the complaints and i was like come on people like this is this thing is like really good like the show is called midnight mass so you should have known you were going to get preached to yeah you, you knew it was about religion right yeah. i mean they didn't hide the fact that it was it's and it's a mike flanagan thing so like if you've watched if you've watched hill house right if you've watched even some of his movies like hill house has so much like discussion right like characters just talking that's mm-hmm. kind of his thing. So, like, if you're going to go into, into a Mike Flanagan movie, a thing, like a six-hour, seven-hour thing, you got to kind of expect that he's going to spend a lot of time on the characters kind of developing themselves through discussion. It's just, I think the way he did it was brilliant with the with the um, sermons. I thought it was so fucking smart. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I And this the whole thing with, like, like, I figured out pretty early what was going on, like, with the... um with the masses and everything like with the wine and like i figured all that out and i was like oh my god like i know exactly where this is going but i sort of any i sort of had it um right when the new preacher you know when he first comes back to the well, when he yeah when that new preacher first comes back to the island mm-hmm. um there's a scene i don't know if you caught it but he brings something in and i'm looking at it and i'm like oh i know where this is going yeah I know exactly I, like, where this is going you know what's interesting is that and then never as as the it. sermons happened and he was getting everybody to you know drink the wine and all that stuff i was like i know exactly where this is going i so i caught yeah. on to it pretty early but it, it, it doesn't really though, right? if yeah. no not at all and, and it doesn't really if you don't like catch those little nuances it slowly unravels and you start to you start to does, figure yeah. it out as it's going on yeah yeah it's uh yeah, and the way he justifies that, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is so freaking smart. Yeah. It's just like, anyway, yeah, it's, I love it. I'm, he's, he's doing um, House of Usher next for Netflix, and I'm like, I can't wait to see what he does. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. He's also, 
he's also got um he's not directing it but he's producing it possibly directing some of it he has an anthology series that he's working on for netflix too like we brought in a bunch of different directors to direct segments but house of usher man it's like that you know that's going to be at least worth watching just because between this and that first hell i didn't see the second hill house season i heard people didn't really like it but the first hill house i've seen like three times and then um this one i'll definitely be watching it again i just thought it was so freaking good oh yeah i'll definitely go back to watch this again um <clears throat> another mike flanagan thing since we're talking about him is i watched a uh, doctor sleep um which is the sequel to the shining oh i've never seen that <laughs> it was it was um i actually liked it i actually liked it quite a bit it's a super weird story because basically stephen king wrote a story about danny the boy from the first story grown up and he still has the shining but he's like suppressed it but there's this group of traveling basically like energy vampires that steal uh the life force of like children who have the shining and um, dr sleep dr sleep yeah it was directed by mike flanagan um it's like a three hour plus movie so it's super long but uh i i enjoyed it quite a bit um either i'm spelling it wrong or letterbox doesn't have it it does dr sleepless you gotta type it in weird um because i had the same problem but i did find it I think you have to actually put in hang on, the word doctor. I could just type in Mike Flanagan too. Yeah. If you type in the full word doctor sleep 2019, it comes up. It's got uh, Ellen McGregor in it. Oh, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to get to this. Yeah, you should. And they, they do a whole recreation of uh, the original shining, like scenes from the original shining. They bring Henry Henry Thomas actually plays the Jack Nicholson character. They did a pretty good job of like mimicking his look, but they they basically recreated the Overlook Hotel inside, and uh, it's um yeah I thought it was actually a, it was an interesting movie. Again, it's long. No, it's got the Star There's, Wars guy in it. Ewan McGregor, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say check that out. I. I there's also a longer cut. I saw the three-hour yeah. cut. I think oh, there's a three-and-a-half-hour cut. Where did you watch one it? Um, God, man, I don't even remember now. I'll find it. I might have rented it. I had a code through Redbox, uh, through the Redbox streaming, I think, and I got it for, like, half price. I think there was, like, a list, and I was able to pick one for, like, half price. But uh, it was on HBO for a while. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I would check that out. I think it was it was actually pretty good. Uh, let me go back to my list. <clears throat> Let's see. Is there anything else? I mean, I've watched a lot of Christmas shit. Uh, let's see. Talk- oh, did you ever see uh, I Trapped the Devil? I got it right here on my um on my um. Let's just say my little backdoor video oh, place. Yeah. Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Check check I that out. It. Did you ever see I Trapped the Devil? No. I think, I think it was on Shutter for a while. It's on Hulu now. It's about 
this so all right so this this guy and his wife show up at his brother's house on like christmas eve right and his brother is like out of it he's like kind of like off off the rails a little bit he's kind of like going crazy and he tells them that he has literally trapped the devil in his basement in this little boarded up room with like a bunch of crosses on it and you know basically they're like you're nuts like there's no way you trapped the devil in your basement but then like things are happening <clears throat> that are unexplainable so they start to question whether or not he actually did trap the devil and he's got like this whole thing in his attic where he's mapped out <clears throat> all these horrible things that happened and um how they basically stopped once he was able to trap him how like he has basically stopped you know evil from happening around him and um and this thing in the basement is basically just trying to convince them or this person is like you gotta let me out he's crazy you gotta let me out but there's these things that just keep happening that are like maybe it's not a person maybe he really did trap the devil in his basement and um it's like it's just this really small cast single location um but man i like really enjoyed it um and the ending it's like you go either way like at the end it's pretty clear what was happening and it's, it's you won't really have any questions but it definitely goes kind of nuts at the end um i don't want to spoil yeah and no, I'm, I'm looking at it now and there's a comment on here that says i like how everyone is referring to the howling man episode from twilight zone this really warms my heart it 100 percent is like a take on that episode uh, I've seen that episode, but it's obviously, it's like, you know, an hour and a half long version of that. Um, and I also saw a lot of mixed reviews when I was on Letterboxd, but it seems like most people, I gave it three and a half. seems like a lot of people are in that ballpark. I don't know. I just, what? I just, I really, I just really liked it. I don't know why. I just. When you add stuff to your list on Letterboxd and then you watch it, does it take it out? It does. Yeah. If it's on your watch list, it does. Yeah, I don't. Well, first of all, I don't know how to add to the watch list on this thing anymore. But I also create custom watch lists. So, like, I'll go in and create a list for myself and add a bunch of movies to it that I want to watch. And then I'll just work my way through the list. And I just make those lists private for myself. And then as I watch them, I remove them or they fade out or whatever once you watch them. So, I had like a list for December shit I wanted to watch. So, I basically worked my way through that whole list. So if you make a list and then you watch something, it'll remove it from that list. It won't. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> what it'll do though is you can it'll fade it. So uh, you can set it to fade out anything you've already watched. So as long as so, you haven't watched anything on the list, it'll fade them. Oh, okay. I see it on here now. They moved it. It used to be at the bottom. Now it's next to the like button. But yeah, there's a watch list. If you if it's on your watch list and you watch it, it will take it out once you do. And then you can always add it back in, no, watch I, it again. I clicked watch list. This film is in your watch list. Yep. And there's nothing in my watch list. I mean, that's weird. Unless uh, I go back. Oh, you can have to it. I'll figure. Oh, I see. probably got to refresh it. No, I see it now. It's in there. All right, cool. I'm gonna. Have to <laughs> yeah, check it out. It's on Hulu. I uh, I really enjoyed it actually. Um, let me just see if there's anything else because I just rewatched like a lot of stuff recently. Um, I did the same. I skipped over a bunch of shit that I rewatched. 
The only other one I think is that I'm going to mention is I watched Annihilation. Did you see that one? It's about the um, so the there's like these four women who so basically like this thing had crashed into the earth and t- inside of a lighthouse, and then it formed like this haze around the lighthouse, and then the haze kept growing outward, like getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And anyone that goes into the haze doesn't come out. No one gets out. And then one day, one of the guys that. that one of the guys that goes in gets out. So he he walks out of the haze, but he doesn't he's he doesn't seem to remember anything. And then eventually he gets like super sick and he's in a coma. So the wife of the guy, she's a doctor, goes in there with like a psychologist, like a soldier and and this other woman. And their goal is to get to the lighthouse, the center of the haze. Um, But when they get in there, it's like this thing has altered everything inside of this like giant shell. So it's like um, all the flowers are different colors. There's new, so like there's new breeds of animals. So like there's a, there's like a bear, but it's, um, can't explain it, man. Cause it's like, it's like something out of the thing kind of, it's, it's like just been like mutated with other animals and stuff. Um, and there's like this whole, like I, it, I explain it, but like basically like they're changing. How do you spell it? A N N I H I L A T I O N. It's directed by Alex Garland. Oh, okay. I was spelling it wrong. Um, and uh, eventually, they, you know, like they do get to the lighthouse and you see what's there and it's fucking super trippy and weird. It's definitely like a Lovecraft movie. It has to do with cosmic horror. It's got a color out of space vibe. It's got a pretty well known uh, uh, cast. Yes, it does. Yeah, Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, uh, is what's her name? Tessa Thompson's in it. Yeah. Sure. Um. And yeah, it, I don't even know where I watched it. I don't even remember where I watched it. But, I've um, seen this. Uh, I want to say Paramount it might Plus. be on Shutter. I watched or, it on Paramount. Paramount. I Paramount. It on, yeah, it might be on Paramount. Um, I liked it. Yeah, it was like it's really weird though. So like that's the only thing is it's super weird. It's got a really weird score and the ending is like bizarre and when they get to the lighthouse it's freaking bizarre but uh i i don't know i actually there's something about it that i was like this is like it, it definitely like there's like some of the thing in there color out of space a lot of lovecraft stuff in there so if like you're into that kind of stuff yeah. i just watched the thing twice and like watch it once last month and i just watched it again the other day did you pick I'm up the glad port- i figured that out because before it used to be when you clicked and you went to the bottom like it just pop up it would say add to a list or, or add you know whatever watch list or list Add to list yeah yeah now that's by itself add the list and then the watch list button is at the yeah. top yes it's up near the like button yeah, yeah. so i'm glad i figured that um, out because i used to use it all the time to keep track of what i wanted to say and then, yeah i do that uh, i couldn't I figure it out so now I've been like writing notes in my phone, screen cap and stuff. You know how many screen caps I have in my phone right now? <laughs> what should I want to watch? I actually have I try one. to I try to remember to add them to lists. Yeah, but you know. I was actually gonna ask it because I put let's see if I can find it in here now. I just recently screen capped um Scream Pretty Peggy. I want to watch it. <laughs> um look it out. Screen cap that one. Scream pretty peggy. 
Yeah. So I just screen cap shit and then I leave it in my phone what and I go through f- all my pictures. Where the hell pretty- did you hear this one? What the hell? I was I would I totally was, watch this. Dude, yeah, no, I was uh I mean I was on something. I was going through um just like classic horror movies. And somebody had wrote a review on this one, and I didn't read the review. I clicked on it and then went and looked the trailer up. And then I was like, oh, I totally watched this. And I went back, read the review. Guy gave it a really good review. So I was like, I gotta check this out. That's been it's one, one of those it's one of those like on my phone ha- for a month and a half. It's one of those hag horror movies, like with the old crazy lady. I would totally yeah. watch this. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll have to watch that sometime. I'm gonna add that to my watch list. Yeah. <laughs> now that uh, I know I can, I'm gonna put it in my watch list. <laughs> Uh, anyway, my screen caps. Outside of that, I started. I just started watching uh, the um, what's his now? Uh, Pete. What the fuck's his name? No, I don't remember. On Arrow, the uh, uh, I think that's all. Like all I got. Um, I just keep working my way through the Arrow Arrow streaming stuff now. So, um. So you want to work, move on to Black Christmas, or not Black Christmas, Black Friday? Yeah. Um, I can't play a trailer or anything because uh, my couldn't get my laptop connected today. And I don't know how to do it. I always fuck it up. <laughs> so, um, so you ready? Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to watch. Uh, we're going to get into the review of Black Christmas. Here's the trailer. Black Friday. Black Black Friday. (laughs) Here's the trailer for Black Friday. Happy Black Friday. We love toys. We still on for pancakes tonight. Chris, you're on reg for the night. We're short staff. Wait up. I'm Emmett. You ever worked retail before? No. There's no day more harmful to retail workers than this day. What do we love? Toys! Good job. Places, everyone! Three, two, go, baby! Go Black Friday! Thank you very much. Happy holidays. (gasps) Holy shit! What the f? There is something wrong with the shoppers. We got to do something. We're one hour into Black Friday, and we're escorting customers away from the store. Was that the new guy? Our shoppers are going crazy. Whatever you do, don't let them gather. They're building something. At this point, we're just in their way. We're going to have to fight. I don't think this night can get any worse. Does anybody else just think that's funny? I told you they never die. We have to make a run for it. Exactly. Black Friday is over! Tucky says we're all going to die. Back up, homie! The fire will sit and admire The stockings all filled up at last of all the glitter, silver and gold. I love it here. The police are here. Thank God. It's the time. Oh, oh. The most magical time. Got your door buses right here, motherfucker. And we're back. 
<laughs> All right. That was quick. And I, I've got a uh, very brief synopsis. A, uh, <clears throat> a group of toy store employees must protect each other from a horde of parasite-infected shoppers. All right. So this movie, Black Friday, came out um, in a limited theatrical run and then direct to streaming right around Black Friday this year. So it's a new movie. <clears throat> um, caught my eye, actually, because... I watched the trailer and I noticed that, you know, the cast is what got me interested in it first. So Bruce Campbell's in it. Yep. Devin Sow is in it, who's kind of an interesting guy. It's like Final Destination movies, Idle Hands. Um, this guy, Ryan Lee, who was in uh, Super 8. I just I just remember him. He was in the Goosebumps movie. He's kind of an interesting guy. Michael Jai White is in this. Mm-hmm. Um, a and, jackass uh, Michael Jai White. Dude, <laughs> fucking yeah he's yeah huge yeah and then the interestingly the main actress in it is the little girl from pan's labyrinth Mm -hmm. so i was just like this is like a really weird kind of cast of like actors who either like typically do these big movies or like ones that i hadn't seen in a while and then i watched the trailer and it was basically like you know retail workers on black friday having to deal with a bunch of infected um shoppers like who had been infected by like this alien parasite and i was like all right yeah i'm all in on this because it looks like the kind of thing that i would definitely enjoy um between the cast the plot it looked like it had practical effects from the trailer so i was kind of excited to watch it um so sort of my thoughts on it are i um i think i gave it three and that's i gave it three so here's the things that um here's the things that i'm gonna i'm gonna um i'm just gonna start on my side like i'm gonna say there's some the things that didn't really work for me so one thing i noticed about the movie is uh it seems like there was stuff in there that was like supposed to happen in the movie but they maybe didn't have money to do it or got cut out. So like there's scenes where it seems like people get from one place to another, but there's, you don't ever see anything happen. There's like a scene where the characters are getting off the back of a truck and then all of a sudden they're up on the roof and you, you don't, you don't see what happens. Um, there's a scene where they're in the truck and then you, nothing really happens in the truck. So like there's this whole scene in a truck and then they don't get away and in the back of the building. So like my biggest gripe with the movie was, was that, um is it felt like kind of disjointed and i think i think it's possible that there was a bigger script and maybe they had to cut because it's i think it's got a lower budget to it um that being said i mostly liked it so like the highlights of this movie are number one bruce campbell is just not fucking hits it out of the park in this movie like yeah so and he doesn't play a part that you think he would know no and that's what i loved about it yeah it's like he's playing completely against type he's not ash you know like he's yeah the you you would think in a film like this he would be ash yeah if, if that's what you think it never happens like i worked in retail for like 11 years and everybody had a manager like that guy like everybody had a guy oh, yeah. you know what i mean whose entire life had been basically that was all like he he's a company man was, He's a company man. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it. And that's, it's all he wants to be. And that's what he worked his entire life to be. 
And like, even when the store is getting like overturned, overrun by para, you know, infected shoppers, he's still a company man. <laughs> and oh yeah, he, he never really drops that shtick. He's like, and, uh, he he just keeps throwing numbers out there. He's like, oh, corporate's gonna want us to do this much, and we have to do that. Exactly. Like, they're like, there's so like, like zombies out there, and he's like, yeah, but like corporate, like. I really, really like Which in a way is kind of sad that someone's got to think of that. Like your entire staff and you are <laughs> in danger and you're worried about what corporate's going to say. I know. Like but that's, you that's know. America right there, bro. Like in a nutshell. But yeah, I just thought, uh, oh shit, that was my mouse. But yeah, I really liked, uh, I really liked his character. Devin Sawa plays like a fucking, I liked his character a lot too. So he plays like, he plays that guy that like you you grew up with or whatever, who basically now is just stuck working in a grocery store or whatever because he's he like messed up his life completely. And like if you go to the retail store, you see him there like stocking shelves, and then you have to have a conversation with him. And he still tries to tell you that he, like make you think he's really cool. Yeah, but he's, he's the he's dude not. at like when he's our age. He he you know he comes you invite him over to a party. And he's really loud and obnoxious, and he still thinks like slapping your dick is funny, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, him. that's that's yeah. told. He's doing like the nut tap thing. Yeah, that's yeah, totally that's, what I'm, that's what I was looking for. Nut tap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he and thinks that's like, still cool. And he's it's like, like, bro, uh, you're forty. Calm it down a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, and he plays that. Honestly, he plays that part really good too. Like he, yeah, Devin Sourman, right too. Like. He was in he's in that Chucky series too. He's having some kind of like little like career thing, resurgence in horror. And I I'm all for it, man. Cause I just yeah, think, no, he's good. He's yeah, and he's not afraid to like look bad on camera. Like he's kind of like like you said, like he's he's not really likable. Um, but he thinks everybody likes him and he plays that he plays it really well. Yeah. Um, I also really liked the 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 guy who's like um obsessive compulsive or whatever who's like parents like he going to work or whatever and his parents are just like think he's a complete loser <laughs> oh the hand the hand sanitizer kid the hand sanitizer yeah. guy because like we've all worked with that guy or known that guy mm-hmm. you know like the one who just everyone walks all over him but he just like he he doesn't ever have like the balls to say anything to anybody so he just lets people walk all over him um like to the point where he he's the first one that uh, confronts like one of these infected shoppers, right? And he basically gets tied up to a chair because no one like no one respects him or or believes him or listens to him, so they just assume that you know, like he just randomly like he just beat the shit out of some random lady. <laughs> yeah, which he would never do, right? Yeah. Um, and then Jai, uh, my, oh, what was it? Why am I getting this name mixed up? Uh, Mike Michael Jai White, right? Yeah. Michael Jai White. Michael Jai um, White, as like the fucking like jacked, you know, yeah. like the dude that nobody would fuck with. Like, I I love how he's just like the typical action hero, and everyone just gets behind him, and he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna fuck shit up. Like it's, um, so like I really like the characters. I thought the cast was really good, and then I. The practical effects when they were in there. Well, were, the cast pretty, has like every good. stereotype. You know what I'm saying? Does, so you got like yeah. you got like the nerdy kid that nobody really wants to talk to. You got kind of the slutty girl or the girl that everybody wants to be with. You got the old <laughs> the the middle aged man who thinks he's cool. 
You have the other like um, floor manager who just takes mm. the job way mm. too far. Forgot about him. Love that you've, guy. You've got the old old guy. lady that can barely move. Um, <laughs> yeah. You literally have like every stereotypical retail worker um, in this movie. Yeah, and I worked. I worked in a grocery store, like I said, for eleven years, and I worked with all of these people. Like I worked with these people, like all of them. I had people that fit. Yeah, but all you were of the young homes. guy at that point. So I was, so yeah, I was like yeah. 20, you know? So like, I was just, I, I don't even know what I was. I, I, at any point though, I could have become like Devin Sawa. <laughs> like I could have easily become. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it yeah. wasn't, or, or Bruce Campbell even like it, it wouldn't be that hard to like go from the new guy to like one of those guys. And it's, um, yeah, luckily I worked in grocery stores, so we didn't deal with black Friday. But we dealt with like Thanksgiving and Christmas, which were just hell on earth in a grocery store. Yeah. Like I remember just they would have every single register open in that store and it would it didn't matter. It was just lines of people everywhere. It's the worst. Um, as far as the effects go, I think they're pretty good. Um, they got uh I think it was was it Kent? Yeah, Robert Kurtzman, who did the visual effects, who works on like Walking Dead. And um, like the makeup effects on the infected are pretty good. The effects on the giant kaiju at the end are a little little bit iffy. Yeah, those are yeah, the, yeah. Um like the actual like slime part was pretty cool. Like I think yeah. that was all practical. The thing but, that came out of the sky and all that was kind yeah. of yeah, like all that. All mm-hmm. that was cool, but then like once the thing actually like was created and it was just like yes. a giant. Um, well, the actual kaiju part was like man in suit, like when the dude gets flung yes, from the parking lot. It was like that was, was all man in suit, and then at like at some point, I think it pans out and becomes CGI. And it, it was yeah, weird. yeah. I think yeah, not all the kaiju stuff worked. Although I appreciated that this turned into a kaiju movie at the end because yeah, I didn't expect to all of a sudden see the world overrun kaiju. <laughs> But uh, yeah. but yeah, the effects there do get, and I think that's budget. I just think it's budget. I, oh yeah, yeah. It's funny too because I saw some but, people online saying that like, oh, Bruce Campbell clearly didn't want to be there. And I was like, Bruce Campbell produced was a producer on this movie. He, like, he he put money into this movie. Like, if he didn't believe in it, <laughs> yeah. like, to say he didn't want to be there is bullshit. I don't get where anyone saw that in his performance. Yeah, no, I think the the like especially the effects of like as they as design because they start off as just like bubbly people, like they just have like boils on them or whatever. And then yeah. they morph into like this yeah. like this weird deadite looking thing. And yes, for sure. I think it looks amazing. I thought I thought they did a great job on the effects. Yeah, I thought they looked good too. And then they like all just kind of melt into this giant creature thing and like they're all just trying to all get to like this one singular like hive i guess i don't know <laughs> um i don't know man like i uh there there was a there here here's a couple of things um so i felt like the store itself mm-hmm. was like um not believable as yes, as i agree so it, it felt very empty and I think um, that's I think that's budget too. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I, and you know what they didn't do is they didn't 
leverage all the possibilities in a store you know like um because like those stores should have all kinds of like if you remember like toys r us yeah like it was just like all it was almost like being in a maze at times and all those aisles yeah yeah like a video game aisle and then over here you had like all the action figures and then the dolls and that yeah you had it all separate they did not they did not leverage that like the layout of a store this felt more of like one of those like um like uh, what is the store I'm looking for? Like the one over in Torrington there where Kmart used to be. It reminds me of that. Um, like an Ocean State job lot. Yeah, like a job lot. Yeah. Like a yeah, just a, a very bit. just a very sporadic open store. Like open, open shit yeah. everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. There was a few times that yeah. when the camera angles, you can see the tops of the shelves throughout the store. And you can tell that there's like not a whole lot of inventory. It was almost like just yes. grab whatever you can and make the shelves look full. Um, yeah, I just felt like the store itself was just very empty. Yep. And then I felt like you have an entire store that you can move around and do things with. And then most of it happens in the back room. All the dialogue that's what in I'm, the back. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying is they 100% did not leverage that space as it could have. And like yeah. I said, there were moments where like, they're like, oh, okay, well, we're going to put them into a truck, you know, because we want to change up the scenery. So we put them in a box truck, but nothing happens in the box truck. Explain to me you this, know? though. So he go, they go into the box truck. He goes out through the little vent mm-hmm. and then somehow winds up so far away from the truck. He's got to run back to it. That's he what I'm only, saying. Is, he was only yeah. supposed to go to the driver's seat and drive the truck. How did he wind up a quarter of the way across yeah. the parking lot? What I'm, that's what I'm saying is I feel like that whole scene. Like from the minute they get into the truck to the minute they get to the roof, it feels like there was stuff that either wasn't shot or was cut because the whole thing is disjointed. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden he's back in the back of the truck too. And then they oh, all yeah. just leave and then they just leave the truck. Yep. <laughs> so like I can, there was see, never really I can see jumping off the top of the truck to the ground very quickly. But how did he climb? All of a sudden he's got 50 zombies running at him. And he somehow yeah. climbs back up to the top of the truck, back down through the vent, and is like, "We got to get out of here." Yeah, yeah, and, that's it was yeah. that was weird to me. I agree. And then they're like, "Oh, there's like all the smoke and fire, or whatever," and like we got to get to the roof. And then all of a sudden they're on the roof. And it's like, "Oh, well, it seems like something should have happened in between getting off the truck, getting to the roof, but it doesn't." Like Devin Sawa's in the in the store running around, like you know, but that whole part of the movie to me felt weird. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what it was, but it, it so, just did I miss something? Um, Cause I kind of caught it like right, right when the other chick's character said something, was it the manager, Brian, that bit sour on purpose. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, all right. I thought that's what it was. So like I caught for some reason, I kind of either blanked out or something. And I looked, down at my i don't know what it was all i remember was the girl saying oh you are a really poor human being i can't believe you did that to him so i just assumed it was her that bit him no i that's kind of funny actually that was actually kind of funny the idea that like he's like i just don't like this guy so i'm gonna bite him and then make everyone think that he's infected yeah like it's actually kind of funny because that character is like i actually really loved the like assistant manager character the way he was just like he was just such a dick <laughs> everybody oh, like, yeah. i don't know like he knew they were all getting laid off and everything <laughs> it's just like 
I don't know. I plugged him. And then, yeah, he literally is like, I just don't like that guy. So I'm going to bite him and make everyone think he's infected. So we have to leave him behind. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I thought it was. And I couldn't. Um, it was. It totally was. I, I thought I missed something. Okay. Nope. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, I mean, that's Black Friday. It, uh, it's not like a, there's not much to it. It's basically just kind of like a zombie movie set in a toy store. But the thing that kind of elevates it a little bit, I think, are the actors and the characters. Yeah. And if you didn't have if you didn't have this cast, it probably wouldn't work. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's definitely you know? definitely worth a watch. I I mean I enjoyed watching it. It is, it is, yeah. It's it's I it, I I'll probably give it another chance around this time in a year or two. I'll probably rewatch it. My guess is it's going to end up on streaming. It's going to be on Netflix or show. Yeah, probably. Or yeah, it'll and... pop up somewhere like that soon. <coughs> or or Tubi. Ooh. Yeah, Tubi. Um, yeah, it'll take you six uh, hours to watch it. But yeah, that's all I got on it. I mean, I, I just I thought it was a fun little little movie, original movie, you know, that had actually some money and a cast, and it was like we're not getting a lot of stuff like this right now. No, um, you and know, Bruce just, Campbell. You haven't seen him in a while, so it was kind of kind of yeah. nice to see him in something. Yeah, he's almost like seems like he's retired. So yeah, I don't but know. yeah, no, definitely uh, check it out. I mean, um, I enjoyed it. I you know. Probably the same thing you. I'd probably check it out, you know, this time next year, watch it again. I mean, I'm, I, I wouldn't go back and watch it every weekend, but. No, for sure. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but yeah, that's all I got. All right. So um, that is the show. MidnightTripleFeature.com is the website. And Twitter and Instagram, you can find us. And we are out. <laughs>